you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News and Alien Legacy. Uh, this time I'm talking about Aliens Colonial Marines, a really disappointing video game. And you're going to hear why right here on Back Row Movie News. <laughs> Welcome to the best seat in the house, everybody. I'm Chase Coupo. Before we start, if you could go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, Instagram, follow us on Twitter. It's at Back Row Movie News. Uh, subscribe to the channel, like I already just said, and then rate us on iTunes and or Facebook if you can. Thank you for all your support. Anything you do helps us greatly. All right. Uh, let's slip and slide here into the meat of the story. Uh, talking about uh, the release info and the general overview of Aliens Colonial Marines. I think it sucks. Uh, the game was released in 2013. It is the second of three Alien-related video games that Sega would publish. Gearbox was the developer this time around. That's unfortunate because they were unable to dedicate the time, manpower, and effort to, to developing a high-quality game due to the development of Borderlands 2 and Duke Nukem Forever at the same time. They, those took priority over uh, ACM, which is Aliens, Colonial Marines, here on known as ACM. Uh, ACM was actually in development for about six whole years in total. It, it was being worked on before Sega's uh, AVP game, which I uh, checked the episode about that. It's up uh, on the channel. It's right there. You can't miss it. Uh, but Sega said, fuck ACM, we think AVP is a better play. And they were actually right, because ACM was subject to some controversy as the final graphics and gameplay that we received were horrendous, man. Absolutely horrendous. And they didn't they didn't represent the demos and promos that we're supposedly using in-game footage. Uh, two players even sued, claiming false advertisement. I mean, that didn't go anywhere, but it shows... Uh, it shows that it reflects the wide disdain for the piss-poor graphics, graphics in gameplay. It, it's When Borderlands 2 and other titles came along, Gearbox passed, over the, passed the game over to Timegate. <coughs> oh, Christ, excuse me. They supposedly had almost nothing but lo-fi renders uh, and incomplete scripts to work with. So they... they at the, also worked on other bigger projects alongside ACM as well. So they were, and they were required to actually show their their work like every step of the way to Sega. And then when Sega didn't like something or they wanted to add something in, they were required to change that. So they were they were making changes to the gameplay, the design, the script, like on the fly, while developing like eighteen games apparently at the same time. Uh, Gearbox eventually took back control of the project, and they weren't happy with what was done. They asked for more time, but Sega said, "Eat my ass." So in nine months, they had to complete what was probably uh, forty to fifty percent finished game in every aspect. Uh, demos that were released were beefed up to. To be uh, the cinematic and famous, uh, wait, 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 
demos that were released uh, were beefed up to be cinematic, and the famous demo that looked fucking crazy great, looked amazing, was on uh, a high-end computer not normally for general use. Plus, they needed to downgrade the look of the game to fit it into the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 memory, so it turned out to be a shit show in terms of looks, controls, and interaction with the environment and other characters. And the plot was a stretch to begin with. It It, it is a direct sequel to James Cameron's Aliens. Um, and it is still canon as far as I'm aware. Uh, it was meant to give fans more of the second movie without having to remake the movie or anything. Or, or really put put the effort and money into making another Aliens. Uh, so they know a large portion of fans want more of that Aliens style stuff. So they went for it. Uh, we were promised a great story and one that ties in well, ties in with and answers questions from aliens. I mean, I guess that's it came to fruition in part. Technically, really, the two main questions, how did an egg get on the Sulaco and cause Alien 3 to occur and what happened to LV-426 were contrived and glossed over. Like the two things you had to answer and, and talk about. A character directly asks how the Sulaco is back orbiting LV-426 when it was clearly supposed to be orbiting Fury-161, which is the planet from Alien 3, and the captain basically, he literally basically says, that's not important right now. Fuck you. I mean, really, in the end, this story was absolutely fucking unnecessary. I mean, the nuclear blast at the end of Aliens should have completely nullified this story, but apparently it only caused some debris pileups and some pieces of the colonist compound to be blown away. Just a, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, just little corners here and there. Uh, there was a free DC- DLC, excuse him, wall, released that told the story of how Corporal Hicks, who does feature in the final act of the main gameplay, and was, was able to do so considering he was shown to be dead as fuck in Alien 3. Uh, Michael Bean tells... Michael Bean, who he, he comes back to portray Hicks, he does the voice again, which is cool, that's nice. Uh, he tells the characters and audience some forced and contrived explanation that Waylon Yutani sent a fake Sulaco to Fury 161. They left Ripley, Newt, and uh, a fake dead Hicks in the uh, medical uh, emergency vehicle. They, they left them... Uh, and they left them and an alien egg to go fuck off around on that remote prison planet until they could arrive just a few minutes too late to collect the specimen. You know, fuck you, alright? Just fuck you guys. The critical reception was deservedly awful. Uh, graphics, dialogue, voice acting, plot, controls, you name it, it was trashed. Uh, the game did have some talent cast-wise, with some people returning from movies to voice their character or a new one. Otherwise, the cast sucked. It did. I didn't like the performances. The design was cool. The execution of it was just so goddamn bad, man. It's <sighs> the multiplayer suffered from these those same issues as well as being just boring. There are there are many different modes from straight straight team death matches to uh, to a group versus group objective based chase mode. The cool idea was that some modes, almost all of them actually, were designed to benefit players and teams who worked together to take down the Xenos or to be the Xenos swarming and killing uh, the soldiers. There was also the awesome idea of making the single-player campaign available as co-op. I never got to take advantage of it, and it was definitely not a smooth system, but cool nonetheless. It just didn't work out, you know? Uh, to uh, To wrap it up here... 
easy, this is an easy video. There's not a lot of good to say, so I could just kind of gloss through the bad. But to wrap this up here, I did like some things. Um, I can play through this every once in a while. Every once in a blue moon, as they say. Uh, certain levels and moments make it fun, and it was really nice to spend some time in Hadley's Hope and uh, in a slightly different light than in Aliens and uh, and what preceded it, what material that preceded this that we spent time there. I also like the variations of the Xenomorphs, uh, the Xeno Warrior that were put forth here, the Raven and the Lurkers. <clears throat> excuse me, they made the uh, they made the game worth playing. Actually, they made for the best and most fun levels of the game. They required you to use stealth, and you would uh, be punished with inevitable death if you refused that. And they were actually scary. They were really cool. And that would end up being a taste of what Alien Isolation was, which is uh, an episode, well, what Alien Isolation is. You can look out for the episode about that coming up real soon. And plus, I like the ideas behind some of the locations and the, and the story concepts. And honestly, this is one of those objectively, like, really bad things that I still enjoy. I mean, the game sucks almost as bad as Coolsville, but I can still pick it up and play it every once in a while. I wouldn't recommend it, though. All right, that, that about wraps it up for today, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's it's just This was just me kind of shitting on Aliens, Colonial Marines, but it's part of the Alien Legacy series I'm doing, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, we have a regular episode up right now. I have a review of Mercy Black up. That's an audio special only, so you can listen to it uh, wherever, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, just not on YouTube. And then after this one, I'm going to be posting my next uh, episode in the Alien Legacy series, Alien Isolation. Um, by the time I post this, I don't, I don't think we'll have seen John Wick yet, but expect that review pretty soon. Um, so thank you for tuning in once again, and until next time, please give this video a like and subscribe to that channel. You can drop a comment down below, tell me how you feel about Aliens, Colonial Marines, if you played it, how do you feel about the franchise in general, or anything you want to bring to the discussion. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Backroom Movie News for updates on upcoming videos coming to you guys. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in once again. Have a nice rest of your day, uh, and, uh...